Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist to that business news. My name's Nasser Pasha. And I'm Matt Stahl. Eat fresh, Subway. <laughs> you got it. Sad story, but we have to cover it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, and who, well, probably not too much will happen between when we record and when this episode gets released. I think most of it's kind of fallen out. So I, if, for those of you that don't know, Jared Fogle is definitely one of probably the biggest Subway spokesmen. They have athletes all the time, but they do. Yeah. I think everybody knows who he is. The the guy who lost over 200 pounds or something like that, you know, basically from he was obese and would walk to subway every day, unfortunately at my alma mater, but that's fine. And he would, you know, walk back and forth every day, get whatever. I forget what the subs, he got a six inch Turkey sub for lunch and a foot long veggie for dinner or something. I don't know. Walked there, lost a bunch of weight, became famous. Well, no, he's not going to be. Well, he's st- he's still going to be famous, but he's probably not going to be uh, with Subway anytime soon because he got dinged for, and he's going to enter a guilty plea now. At least as over reading this for child pornography charges. I think his his foundation that he had, the guy who was running that, I got I think got brought in for the similar charges earlier in the year, maybe last year. Tried to kill himself in prison. Didn't work. Yeah, if, if if you read if you read the details, I mean, it'll. I don't. I don't really want to get into it because the details just will make you sick. I mean, but pretty rough. It's not only child pornography, but also illicit sexual conduct with a minor. Yeah, at least that's what he's pleading guilty to. But even with the the pornography that he had, apparently it had to do with that founder. And it, anyway, I mean, that's not the the big point of all this, but just really sickening all around. But nonetheless, I mean, what the heck do you do from Subway's perspective? I mean, they this guy, I mean, I think his net worth now, I don't know now, but at the top of his game was around 15 million or so, according to the New York Daily News, uh, you know, a few years ago. And they were paying him quite a bit of money. This was, you know, Subway has had huge success since then. I mean, they've had other successes with their $5 foot long promotion and so forth, but this guy was Subway. You know, if you if you asked who the spokesperson was, it would be Jared. And now they had to do a pretty quick exit. And I, they found, I think, when he was first arrested, which was about a month ago, is when they first heard about this and they, they ceased their relationship. Yeah, and, and like you said, that we're not talking about, I mean, this happens all the time. It just happened with some of that, well, I guess in in Donald Trump's case, it was he was more of a prominent figure. But we have, yeah. you know, if you remember, if you recall back to I don't know how many years I think two thousand eight, if I call the Tiger Woods stuff. Yeah, that's right. He lost sponsorships too, but they they brought him back, right? Eventually. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Subway's bringing. There's this is no, they're not they're not bringing it back. Well, Lance Armstrong lost a bunch of deals after they found out he you know he admitted to doping or whatever the story is. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm thinking like Michael Vick and stuff too. But like this is. This is an instance where it's one guy who I'm sure he probably actually has other or he had other sponsorships, but he's basically known for being the sponsor of one company, not not vice versa. I don't think so. I I I, I don't guarantee it, but I bet you that Subway made an exclusive deal with him because again, like he, he was Subway. Yeah. I've had clients that have had celebrity sponsorships. It's not a it's not an uncommon way of marketing, even for small businesses, because you know you can get B list celebrities or C list celebrities if you want, you know, if you if you want to pay the money. 
And uh, they can be very helpful, even getting them to tweet or somehow endorse your product or service and so forth. And it's it's not too uncommon. But, you know, what happens if, you know, one of these guys goes off the rocker and does something crazy and sick like this? You have, you have to be able to get rid of them. Yeah, I mean, this is probably... It's one thing if you have the sponsor that comes out and says something stupid. I mean, this is yeah. pretty bottom of the barrel stuff. Depends who you ask, but some people view this as, you know, the worst thing you can do yeah. in terms of a crime. I mean, other people might say murder, stuff like that, but like it's down there. It's it's in the discussion. So like you're saying, it's it's one thing to recover from something minor, but this is a full on he's been their sponsor for what, like 15 years. Cause I think this started in 99 or 2000. I mean, it's, wow. it's just going to be a big recovery for them. I don't know, I just, I'm just looking at their Twitter now and it's came out and said his actions are excusable. Do not represent our brand's values. Inexcusable. Did I say excuse? <laughs> um, Sorry. His actions are inexcusable. That was a gaffe. No one's going to hire you for their sponsorship. <laughs> can't, can't even read. <laughs> Uh, so I guess an interesting thing too is, like I said, they have all these other athlete sponsors cause it's health, you know, it's supposed to be healthy sandwiches. If you're an athlete like Mike Trout, who's a baseball player, if you don't know, I don't, if you're someone like Mike Trout, I'm probably walking away from this sponsorship and, and just breaking whatever I have. Cause I don't want to be involved in this company either. I mean, so it's not only they're going to have to do a major PR. It's these other people they're paying as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even think about that aspect of it, but from, from the company's aspect, let's assume that Subway did its job in, in structuring its contract correctly, because sometimes it's not as obvious as making just the term contract, you know, that you can cancel any time because you know, there, there's advantage of having long-term agreements too with the celebrities, but at the same time, you have to be able to find a way to break it up in the contract. And so there, there is such thing as this in the industry, they call it a morals clause and it has a different terminology, but, but basically it's a, it's a, it's language that kind of limits their behavior to something what is disreputable or contemptible and scandalous. And you can have these, all these different adjectives of what is deemed as negative behavior and kind of leave some ambiguity to it, to give some flexibility from the business perspective, business owners to, to terminate the agreement. But that may be something obvious, but there's other ways to kind of mitigate your risk too. For example, you don't have to pay royalties or, you know, a lot of times these endorsement deals are a percentage of gross sales or, or net sales, depending on, you know, however you want to do it. Just because they've been earned doesn't mean that they, they should be paid over time. Sometimes it may be necessary to spread out those payments and then clarifying what they can and can't do. And I, I bet you, for example, Subway had a morals clause in there. I bet you Subway had some exclusivity as far as their Jared's ability to, you know, be sponsored for, you know, at, at the least another sandwich company, but probably any food related company whatsoever, or maybe e even any other endorsement deal. Here's a question I just thought of, and I don't, you probably won't have the answer, or maybe you will, I don't know. Uh, wheat. Was it, was it the type of bread that I like? Or? <laughs> yeah. That was the second question. Oh, okay. So obviously the whole point of him being their main sponsor was the story of him losing all that weight by walking to Subway every day. In this agreement, he obviously had some sort of agreement. I wonder if there's any sort of termination clause based on... If he gains weight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I thought of it because when he got arrested, wasn't that thin, I, I, I noticed. No. To be fair, even when he lost his weight, it's not like he was a strapping, you know, thin lad there. I mean, he, he had a little <laughs> bit of a gut there and... Uh, you know, he did lose a lot of weight. It was, I guess it was all comparison to before. 
it does seem kind of intrusive, but you can, you know, you can draft contract agreements in that fashion, especially in that kind of nature, which, you know, permits termination based upon that. But I'm sure also they paid for nutritionists and for fitness trainers or what what have you to make sure he maintained that weight. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they are taking every precaution for that so he doesn't gain. The, I mean, who knows what his contract was, too? It could be a, a year-by-year arrangement. I mean, in all real honesty, where's he going to go? You know, if, <laughs> he's not going to leave to go be a sponsor of some other company. No one's going to care about him anymore. No. I mean, that was ob- obviously before. Now it's... Now he's going to jail. And I think the the guilty verdict, or I should say the, the guilty plea... I think they gave him a range of at least a minimum of five years, right? So he's he's going to serve time. Yeah, I believe, if I remember correctly, they're going to recommend the plea was somewhere between five and 12 years, basically, is what's going to be presented. So Yeah, okay. Pretty serious. And I think his, his wife just filed for a divorce yesterday, too. So Oh, man, I, I can't imagine, like, assuming this is a shock to her, but that's like, I mean, there's just so many ramifications of all that. She should join all the other divorcees from the Ashley Madison leak, which we, we covered that a few weeks ago. And at the time, somehow Ashley Madison was using those DMCA requests to keep the information off the web. But apparently they just did a huge data dump. And now, I mean, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. There's even a website where you don't have access to the database, but you can search particular names to see if you're on there in case you're worried anyone out there. Yeah, we did talk about the few weeks or a couple weeks ago, and I guess they set this deadline to do whatever needed to be done, and they didn't. They said, "Well, here we go, round one." And that was just round one. I thought so. I thought it was a. Oh wow! Or maybe I could be wrong. I don't know. I I didn't look at any of the information, but I've just seen some statistics. It's a lot of info. I guess I assumed it was round one because I thought there was just another release of information like yesterday. But yeah, that's a nice little tie-in update from previous yeah so i guess for companies if you're gonna go with a sponsor do a made-up one like a cartoon character or something Uh, yeah a cartoon character that can do no wrong yeah that's one way to do it but i I mean honestly i've seen some tremendous success in celebrity relationships and you know a lot of times these celebrities this is kind of just kind of a business tip i guess you'd be surprised i mean they they don't mind taking money on the back end. And that's pretty huge, you know. I mean, if, if you can kind of spark a deal like that, you know, it's it's pretty cost effective. And the hard part is really finding what they're supposed to do for that percentage and, and maintaining that. Because a lot of times, especially in these endorsement deals, you're expecting some kind of increase of sales because of their publicity. And if you're able to tie that increase of sales to their publicity to kind of give some onerous on the celebrity spokesperson to perform, that's always pretty helpful, but you know, you can't always negotiate those kind of deals. And what do you think for businesses, if they can pull that lower level celebrity, you think it's worth it for them to, to pay them? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've, like I said, I've seen some success. I mean, you see these Twitter, even not even celebrities, but you just see these Twitter people or Instagram that have a bunch of followers. They get paid for just, you know, testing a product and taking a picture about it. And, you know, there, there can be definitely value in that. Almost every celebrity, especially B-list celebrity, they, they, that's what they do. You know, that's how they make some side money. Well, they just came out with LeBron James's sponsored tweets are valued at $140,000 per tweet. So if he reuses all the characters, $1,000 per letter or per, or per space <laughs> sometimes. Because so. he has so many followers and I don't know, I guess that's how they valued it. $140K per sponsored tweet. Yeah, there you go. And imagine, I mean, like obviously most celebrities aren't even going to come close to that. 
even if it's five grand for a tweet, right? That's good money for even a uh, lower level celebrity. And it, it's ineffective. You know, if you have a good product, you want exposure and so forth. And there was one band that we did. I didn't even know who the band was. And I, my law clerk told me, like, this was a famous band. I didn't even realize who it was until, until later. And I didn't even understand the, the it, was, it was a different genre of music that I wasn't aware, familiar with. But it was Aerosmith. No, I'm sorry. Aerosmith. Not surprised by that story. <laughs> that I wasn't aware of it? Yeah. I don't think I've told you about that contract. I bet you if I told you the, the band name, you've, you would not have heard of it. We'll talk off air. I'll type it to you right now. Let me see. Have you heard of them? I don't think so. Okay. See, I told you. They're pretty up and coming. Yeah. All right. I take back what I said about you. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's our show. Sponsorships. Jared is, I don't know. I mean, I have no adjectives to describe him. He's not worth it. Yeah. He's probably going to be forgotten. I mean, even when he's out of jail, he's probably just going to disappear, I would think. But Oh, yeah. Very true. That header image on Subway looks pretty good, but I am hungry, so. Yeah, as always. Oh, I guess I can say, as always, keep it sound, keep it smart. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say, but as always, I am also hungry. All right, have a good one. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.